This is Vixen John, creator of Minute Made New York, and you're listening to Minutes Heard. On today's episode of Minutes Heard, acting is an art that involves becoming another person for the sake of telling someone else's story for an audience to relate to. These individuals that I've had the honor of profiling have explored their passions in acting, one of them even being a mentee to me. So sit back and take a listen. You don't have to state your name. It's not like, state your Hi, name Ra- for the Rachel jury. Rachel Sweeney. <laughs> and I'm addicted to... Insert everything. Self-promotion. Insert drug or MV here, you know, like... Um, <laughs> I'm addicted to everything. <laughs> um, everything's anonymous. Uh, okay, so, um, yeah. So, what motivates you to like get up and go and like kind of like you know get be interested in what you're doing now and yeah. kind of like be inspired by your craft? Yeah. Um, specifically, like female comedians, like. Amy Schumer and Alana Glazer and like the people just making their own stuff online and putting it out there kind of inspired me to to start this up because I just I was sick of not getting opportunities given to me and I was like oh I guess I need to make these myself um, and uh, you know my my family super supportive I just try to make them proud <laughs> um, and tell you know my story as long as and also like people my friends stories. Um, just like being a 20 something in the world and like experiencing anger and and sadness and stuff and just kind of turning it into comedy because that's the only thing that will keep me sane. (laughs) Pretty decent answer. I agree more. Um, so in the sense of like, uh, what you're doing, just tell me a story. A story, okay. Well, no, no, just tell me a story. <laughs> Go. Um, no context. Great. I can this. Improv. No. Um, <laughs> it's like, not that story. No. Um, just basically, like, talk about, like, talk about one of your, talk about, like, one of your most interesting, or, like, to memory, like, oh my gosh, like, there's this crazy experience on set, or, like, this oh, is what time okay. I care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or before you do that, name yeah. one of the funniest moments in your life. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay, how, like, appropriate can we be? Oh, we can be as inappropriate <laughs> as we want. Oh, okay. come on. Okay. No, but name, like, a very, like, generally funny moment in your life where it's just, like, I like I can't believe this happened, okay. but it happened. It was just, like, crazy. Well, okay, so th- this isn't as much crazy as just kind of, like, well, okay, whatever. I'm going to get into this. This is going to get real. Um, I, so I used to work at a call center. Um, it was a startup, and I... I hated working there um but it was basically my job to like help old people do this like very complicated online process that I won't name specifically because uh, I don't want to be too specific but um and I basically like was on the phone with this really really elderly woman and she was just like typing her information into the forms but like saying it out loud to me as she did it you know and she just like needed me on the phone with her while she did it and so she would like she would be like okay, like, filling in my address, and I'd be like, okay, like, and I would just wait, like, five minutes, and then, like, she'd be like, okay, filling in the next form, and meanwhile, I am starting to, like, die having to go to the bathroom, so I was like, okay, like, you, you're filling out, you're filling out the, this 
I won't insert word here that describes where I used to work. Um, and she's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I hear her typing and I had to do it. So I put her on hold and I go to the bathroom and I probably was in there for like a couple of minutes and I come back and I'm like, I'm about to get fired. And I put on the headphones and I'm like, you still there? And she was still there. I'm still typing. I'm still going. And I was like, yeah, this is this is my life. This is my job. Um, yeah, that was that was a like. Oh, I can't believe I just did that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, had, I've had to call. The call, uh, call, the call center experience myself. Yeah. Not as dramatic as that. That's just okay. like, that is I just had to do it. Out. I had to do it, man. Like, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't not go, and I knew that, like, she would still be there, you know? Right. I just could feel it. Her confidence in human nature. Yeah, and she was there, still going. And, like, she had no idea I was gone. <laughs> she had no clue. It was great. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's unscripted in moments in life that you can't communicate. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, that was a really funny story. Good. Check. <laughs> I'm sure we have many, but that was a good one. Uh, let's see. What else I can ask you? Um, so, what are the goals for, like, I mean, I know, you know, like, the goals for your new comedy mm -hmm. group troupe. It's obviously, like, you know, incorporate, you know, women into comedy, but... Like, what, what is, like, the main goal in the sense of, like, outside of just exposure yeah. and getting, you know, like, more female voices into comedy? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what would be one of, like, the main objectives that you're, like, aiming to? Like, what is my dream? Yeah, like a dream. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. where, I mean, where do you see it going? But outside of that, like, where do you want it to be? Or where do you yeah. see it um, I think, like, so right now we're doing, like, little sketch shorts um, that kind of tell, like, tiny stories. And my goal would be to do, like, a series eventually. I mean, definitely like a web series, but my main goal is to do like a network show. Like I would love to be a showrunner, um, and, but like be in it and direct it and write it and like that kind of person, um, like Jewish Tina Fey basically. And so, uh, like that would be, that would be like my like tangible long-term goal. Um, is that kind of what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Like, your, your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Talk about your dreams. Yeah, yeah. those are, yeah, that's my dream. I, would, I want to like create a series and star in it and direct it and just like do that, do it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good, that's a good objective. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, probably like one more question or two. It depends on how I feel. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah. So you talked about your story and the comedy and stuff like that. Uh, Name a recent piece of news that kind of, like, affected you, good or bad. Okay. Just, like, that's its curveball. Because I don't even know. I mean, no, no, good yeah, or bad, yeah, or so like, much. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God, so much. Um, yeah. Well, this is dumb. <laughs> Disclaimer, it might not add it to the minute. So, I mean, anything you do or say here, it's not going to be held up in any court of law, except it's, like, the law of the land. <laughs> Okay. But, um, yeah. No, I'm going to make it silly. I've been reading a lot about pigs lately and how intelligent they are. <laughs> like, how I... And, like, considering not eating them anymore. And that, that's, like, been really hard for me. Because I love pork belly so much. It's so good. But, like, pigs... So I just read that a pig is... A, a, like, a, an adult pig can be as old as a three-year-old child. And I was like... Oh my god. Like that's like you're eating three year old child belly. Right. Right? At its, finest. it's like not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think, think of yourself as cannibals never like 
great. I'm accepting this yeah, as you right? eat the pork belly. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be really fucked up, messed up if I had been like, oh, that sucks, and then like eating it and been okay with it. Like, Good to know. This is kind of like eating a three-year-old child. Yum. Right. No. I'm not that bad. Right. I'm bad, but I'm not that it's bad. It's not like one of those more you know shooting star moments. No. <laughs> it's like, no. I enjoy my pork berry like I enjoy eating a three-year-old. No. Yeah. And I oh and, and I sent a picture of the article to my boyfriend being like, we can't eat pig anymore. And not noticing that there was a Chili's ad in the article. <laughs> and he was like, Oh yeah, let's go to Chili's later. That was his response. <laughs> it's gotcha. <laughs> I was like, You're more observant than I am. And yeah, let's go to Chili's later. Because yeah, it's Chili's. Mm. Can't say no Chili's. Mm. First question I usually usually like to ask people is uh, what motivates you to wake up every day and kind of make the best of it. Uh, in this case, you kind of answer like kind of what motivates you to kind of like you know do your work or the things that you do. So basically, what's your motivation? You said what motivates me to kind of get up every up day and like day. you know like go or like do what you love. You know, what's your motivation behind that? Like, I'm gonna have to like pitch my photo series right now. So, currently, right now, like, actually, is my photo series because I feel like I can be a voice and like tell a story that hasn't been told from this perspective, like from a woman's perspective. And what motivates me every day is the opportunity to tell the truth through art. Dope. I've never heard anyone say it like that before. Um, so classy, you know. Cheers. <laughs> right? Um okay, so talk a little bit more about your photo series. Like what is it about? What's the name? Like really plug it. Just plug it in, plug it in. Don't worry about it. Well, I really feel like um it took me a lot of felt relationships to really get to the point where I bec- have become one with myself and can finally like tell my side of the story and I feel like the fact that I can turn like a negative situation or circumstance or obstacle into art, um, I feel like it's really given me the opportunity to, to, yeah, to tell my story, but it's like, I don't know, it's just almost to the point where it's like self-enriching for me to like be doing this for myself and, I don't know, um, I haven't really thought about how I'm going to pitch it really, um. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, the series is supposed to kind of speak to who you Have are. you read it? I've not read it. Oh, you should read it. I should read it. Yeah. You should send me a link to that, so I can definitely read it. I'm going to right now. <laughs> but no, I mean, <laughs> just in the, um, is it, is it on your, is there a link on your Instagram, or? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. As I said, I didn't get to actually check it out yet, but mm-hmm. I'm just assuming that the mm-hmm. way you're talking about it, it's kind of supposed to speak to It's personal. It's, right. um, it's a true documentation of what occurred to me um it's basically about me being objectified by a filmmaker and it's it's just my personal experience with this one person um but I do think like it speaks to a lot of people that might have had similar experiences being objectified through media so I think at least for me this is the first time I've seen seen this put out at like this kind of platform like artistically um 
it's basically like a conceptual fine art photo series and uh it's a lot of my poetry and just my prose and it's a photo diary of like my real life and like what I've really have been experiencing and it's not specifically about this filmmaker it's more so like about him being the catalyst to me having more self-growth than like I can ever believe and not not just him but like he was kind of like the tip of the iceberg for like many like felt relationships and me just like coming to terms with myself finally. Um, which I guess like, I'm going to talk about that in, in my documentaries that are coming out, coming out in 2017 or I'm going to start production in 2017. So they probably won't come out in 2017, but sometime after that, but yeah, that's just, it's just like one experience that I finally feel like I have the courage, like, as an artist, as a writer, as a woman, as a person to like come out and like just tell the truth and just be like, this is what happened to me. And I'm just like, finally at that point, you know, I just turned 23. So, you know, I definitely, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm at the point now to where I'm just like, finally, like really comfortable with myself and like telling my story. Name a recent piece of good or bad news that has affected you and how. I guess something that might be interesting, I traveled to LA a lot, I've been bi-coastal for like a year now, um, so that's, I guess, a circumstantial change. Um, I lived in the Bay for like four months last year in Berkeley, and like traveled to Oakland and San Francisco, and like met a whole bunch of artists out there, and that's like when I started going to LA a bunch. Um, I lived in Honolulu for like a month total, and spent like, went there on like two different trips, um, went to Thailand for like five days and like China like overnight. Um, been traveling to Dallas and went there twice. Chicago went there like three times in like the past year. Um, in LA I've spent maybe like, I would say two months there the past year. So I've done a lot of travel this year. Okay. And how, I mean, in the sense of the travel, like how... Was the travel, like, circumstantial? Was it kind of like, I just like to get away and, like, see new places? Do I have a purpose? Well, sure. Like, I mean, things happen in life. Like, opportunities came up. And I really identify with a lot of just, like, West Coast culture. And it's, I, I definitely, you know, Berkeley is, like, my second home. Like, L.A. is, like, one of my homes. But I feel like that I really get the most out of life like living on both coasts and just traveling and I'm single like I don't have kids like this is like the time for me to like really just be my dream and just live it so so if you had to give yourself a title like in the sense of like what you do what would that title be and what I do like multiple titles um you mean like how do I like brand myself or yeah how do you brand yourself um what did I put on Instagram Leading actress, writer, filmmaker, model, producer. And, I mean, through your work, you feel like you've kind of, like, kind of lived up to each title? Or is it kind of like you're such a creative person that it all kind of smashes together? I actually, like, had to make, like, all separate Instagrams, like, just for this purpose. So, um, (laughs) I definitely... What was the question? Like, I mean, just in the sense of, like, how do you title yourself? In the sense of, like, how do you brand yourself, like... 
I don't really brand myself. I just do my thing, and people either follow me or they don't. So, like I said, I have separate Instagram accounts. Um, I have the most followers on just my personal account. So, <laughs> um, I feel like like my work just speaks for itself, and like I produce the work. Like I put it out like when I'm ready. That's that's the funny thing about me is like I have have a lot of things that like I just is more so in my like personal like interpersonal network that I just like really plug into so I'm I'm a lot a lot of the times like behind the scenes person but you know I've just been having a lot of fun right now doing these self-productions and like the photo series and just really doing my own work and just like letting that speak for itself but uh I'm getting I'm getting more online yeah, putting myself out there now. So the photo series was like a big step for me as far as like putting myself out there as like a producer and a writer and a model and an artist. And yeah, right now it's that. <laughs> for the record, my name is Aviana Rodriguez Brown. Seriously? Seriously. Because <laughs> I'm going to send this to the courthouse. <laughs> You're in trouble now. Um, so yes, what motivates you to wake up every day and make the best of it? What motivates me to wake up every day and make the best of it is my mother. She's the most determined woman I've ever known. And she sacrificed a lot to get us to where we are today. And without her and her sacrifice, I wouldn't be able to do this. So I'm following my dreams and making the most of my life. What is your current occupation? But we don't have to talk about that too soon. Hashtag too soon. Let's talk about what, what would be your dream. What would be like your dream job or hobby? Like I mean, <laughs> my like, dream, my dream job <laughs> would be. Uh, it's so hard because I just want to make other people happy. It's it's not even about what I'm actually doing. The context of what I'm doing. The in, out, the clock in, the clock out, the time spent. I want to exchange energy with people. And I believe that the best and the easiest way to do that is by performing. Mass amounts of people at the same damn time. And um, I want to change people. I want to create something in them that is a piece of me. That's what I want my job to be. Name a recent piece of good or bad news that has affected you personally. And how have you overcome it? Well, if it's good, then... Well, yeah, just name a... I mean, if you want to, you can name a recent piece of good or bad news and how it's affected you personally. Recent news that I've heard that has had an effect on me that could be perceived as bad news for the people it is about is um, about a cousin of mine. She recently postponed her wedding. She's younger than I. She's 20, maybe 21. And I was actually so relieved and so happy for her. And I know that the family probably isn't. And I know that her parents are probably disappointed. But I know that there's so much more that she could be doing than getting married and being a housewife and being a childbearer. She's a beautiful young lady who's so intelligent and wants to make the most of her life yet she's not being encouraged to do so. So I was happy about the news. And it only encourages me to keep doing what I'm doing because maybe she sees me do something and says, you know what, I want to be like my cousin Avi. If you were running for president, what would be your platform? And it doesn't have to be political. It doesn't have to be 
Like, what would be just your platform? Like, I stand yeah. for... Okay. Yeah. If I was running for president, my platform would be love other people. Because it's easy to love yourself. At the end of the day, everyone should have a whole understanding of the love they share for themselves. It's when you start to excrete that love towards other people when it really matters. So I feel like once we grasp that as a society, there's no stopping us because we have, it's just like suicide bombers. For example, they have no love except for their religion, right? So at the end of the day, if they have so much love for this one passion they're completely passionate about, they're going to do anything for. Now imagine if that love and determination was turned towards other people. Briefly talk about your acting experience. Like, when did you start acting? When did you wanna? When did you decide that you wanna get into it? Back in two thousand six. <clears throat> if any of you can do math, you'll figure this out. <laughs> Back in two thousand six, I was in middle school and I did my first show. <clears throat> it was Alice in Wonderland. Not only did I make some of the costumes, but I was also on stage. I was one of the cards painting the rose bush. Um, and I just remember my acting teacher was so passionate, and she made me really feel for what I was doing. I was painting a rose on stage, saying maybe six lines. But that experience, and then just the surge of energy I felt from the audience, changed my whole being. That's what geared me towards acting. Last thing, um, what was your most memorable like experience when it comes to acting and such? Like, that memory in your brain. <clears throat> My senior year of high school, we were doing Thoroughly Modern Millie. It's funny, not any of the things I've done on <laughs> Broadway or off-Broadway. Um, what's changed? I guess it's still just right there, yeah. Um, we were doing Thoroughly Modern Millie. It was our last dress tech rehearsal, right before opening night. And I was feeling so sick. They actually were prepping my understudy to go on stage. So I took a nap under the makeup table. <laughs> and I heard the song before my scene. Ran out from under the table. Put my wig on. Put my dress on. Went out on the stage and killed it. And I felt it was just so natural. I didn't, have, I didn't even feel like I was acting. And uh, it just felt real. So, uh, what motivates you to get up and go? And you know, what's your what's your drive? What drives you? Yeah. I think what motivates me the most is that dream and that that drive, the passion. You know, to be an actor. You know, even like even when I go to sleep and I have dreams, I have, like I'm dreaming that I'm walking down the red carpet. Or I'm, I'm behind the scenes doing a project. So when I wake up, you know, I want to make that. I want to make that my reality. You know, I want one day. So I'd prefer going up, like getting up and going to work over dreaming because I'm living my dream, you know. What made you get into acting? Well, what made me get into acting is literally I've been doing it all my life. I just never knew it was called acting. For me, it was just jumping into another character of mine or doing something that, you know, that, that made me happier, that excited me. So when I found out that, you know, you could do it as a profession, I of course I jumped on that. And I, I initially I auditioned for a... Uh, acting school, freshman year of high school. And he got in, I just didn't, my family didn't have enough money to, to pay for the tuition, so I couldn't go. And then when I reached senior year, uh, I had a talk with a teacher, and I realized that I can pursue this in college, which is, you know, like, why wouldn't I do it? It's, it's one of my dreams. So 
that year I just I just buckled up, got headshots, I got all I needed. I did more projects, and you know now here here I am in college, you know, working towards my dream. For a story, like name one of the up to well to date name your most memorable projects, like or a moment on one of your projects acting wise that like really stands out. Like I think one of the most memorable experiences I've had is uh, the film Masks, directed by Brian Gonzalez. We had gone, he had rented out a, a lake house up in the Hamptons for a weekend. And so the majority of the short film was, took place during, you know, during the night. So we would, <laughs> we would enjoy the lake house all day. Around 8 o'clock, he'd start setting up. And we'd film from like 8 to like 4 in the morning until the sun came up. And I remember once on, on, on the Saturday, we filmed everyone to bed, and I just kind of went to the outdoor, you know, hot tub jacuzzi and I just you know, relaxed. I'm like, wow, this is this is my life. This is what, <laughs> you know, this is, you know, they want me to be in this film, you know. That, that's, some, that's a memorable, memorable moment that I was in that hot tub watching the sunrise. It's a nice, nice memory. Like, if you could be in any role. Oh, my God. Like, in the sense of just the, not like the character, like what character would you always imagine to play um, in any movie? In any movie? Uh... I don't have that many. I know that I've, I've always wanted to do a superhero movie, and I've, it's, it's always been a, a balance between a newer version of Batman or a, a, a Spider-Man, you know. And I've always wanted to do a biopic or a, or a you know, a, a period piece where it's different periods. You, know, you get a whole bunch of costumes. You have to really do research on how the time era was, you know. I, I like I, I like things like that just because they're more challenging and things that have more background to it, you know, towards it, like like comics and like history, because you know, it gives it gives you something to to dive into something to look up and something something to help self transform into this character, like create this character, you know, or bring this character back from like centuries ago or something. What's one of the major challenges when it comes to acting that you've faced so far? I think one of the major challenges is sometimes, honestly, it's myself, because I do I do that's just some directors don't let me watch my my playback because what hap- what ends up happening, and I'm pretty sure a lot of actors can relate to this, is once you watch yourself, you kind of nitpick all the things you're doing. And, you know, I could do this differently, I could do this, I can add this, you know. And it kind of takes away from, you know, your performance, you know, it kind of hinders you. So literally sometimes I just have to, you know, commit to the decision to make, act it out, do the whole thing through, and, you know, try not to try not to think about it too much. Because sometimes you'll overthink it and, you know, you know you'll give it, you either give it like a bad performance or a bad take or, you know. So I, I feel like the, the biggest challenge is myself. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm still working on it, you know. But that's that's one of the things that that's that's hindered by performances sometimes. What's one of the biggest lessons that you've learned so far? Biggest um, lessons to kind of like going after not just acting, but like going after what you want and kind yeah. of working towards it. Like, what have you learned throughout your journey so far? What I've learned is that you you are not the only one. There's you know you share this dream with uh, a million other peoples. You know, there's 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 a lot of people in the world who would you know who would kill to be where you're at right now and what makes you stand out from whatever you're doing or whatever you're chasing is how much work and dedication you put you know because you could you could want to be an actor a writer or whatever and there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys and you know girls who, who want to do that and you really have, you have to stand out by do, doing more work reading more books you know taking lessons do this you know practice more practice every day because at, at the end of the day the, 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 the people who are reaching their dreams are you know making it you know making their life a reality, you know, the dreams is are the people who are, you know, every day working hard to, to, to get there. You can have talent, but talent's not going to take anywhere unless you, you know, 
dedicate your time and your um, discipline in your talent. Thanks for listening to this episode of Minutes Heard. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow or subscribe to Minute Maid New York on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube. Do you have a minute?